0: hello this is Danny Rorty it is 1 15 in the morning and I'm deciding to do an interview I did uh, back when I was 37 um, two years ago uh, around this time actually so here it goes my name is Danny Rorty he she him her I'm 37 years old and I'm a disability advocate. I've been living in St. Paul, Minnesota since 2011. How would you define disability justice or access? Well, so my decision of, definition of disability justice or access is giving people with developmental or physical disabilities rights. Giving people rights, a translator if they're deaf, access to buildings, a guide if they're blind, things like that. There needs to be people willing to give help, giving people with disabilities access to what they deserve, their rights, social security. In what way are you involved in disability rights justice work? In two main ways. One right now, I'm working with an organization, Cow Tipping Mm -hmm. Press, giving people who have disabilities a chance to express themselves in creative writing. And becoming published authors. It can be a non-fiction, science fiction, poetry, anything. I want people to have the right to express themselves. Mm-hmm. The second way is I have a group called Uniquely Us. We help people on the autism spectrum mostly, but also with different learning disabilities. It's like a community group where people can talk about their struggles, how they overcome barriers in their school, and in their adult life. We want to help folks know there's other people like them. Give people with autism a place where they can be themselves and not be judged. How did you get involved in disability rights work? Well, uh, let's go back up here. Uh, I think it totally just skipped stuff. All right, here it is. And two main... what? Oh, no, I read that one right. Okay, how did he get involved in disability rights work? The first organization that I got into was the TAP, Tapping All Possibilities. It's a venue. It's for people who are there, for people with disabilities, and they have meetings, do big events like dancing and karaoke. It's pretty fun. It runs, is run by Just Us Venturing and Daniel Cashman. And the other way is through Bayan Boyce, through tipping Press, I thought, that being a teacher as well as a student was a lot of fun as well. When did you start identifying as a disability advocate? Oh man, I would say probably two years after I moved back, I helped a roommate that I lived with and developed group events, did social outings, and I'd arrange it with the landlord. Sometimes we had salad nights And a lot of these people lived on on their own, are close to being senior citizens, and also have disabilities. I think it would be great. Uh, It would be about 2013. I do also remember when I worked at Merrick, which is a day program for adults as well as a job placement program. An on-site job coaching service. I did some self-advocacy classes, and I was voted vice president of self-advocacy. All right, On Our Own is a nonprofit organization funded through the county that gives people an adult foster care community. So these people wouldn't have support without it. I lived there for four years, about from about twenty six twelve to twenty sixteen, before moving out. What stra- strategies would you re- recommend for folks looking for community around disability in their area? Well, definitely the TAP. It's at yourtap.org. They have weekly events during the summer. It's kind of mellow. Meetings once every two weeks. It's all for people with disabilities. You get to meet people, uh, different people with disabilities and family and friends of folks with disabilities. Some people don't want to go to the event because they don't want to be social. You don't have to be social to go to these events you just get out and meet people and that that have similar or the same disability another organization is for folks with autism awesome autism society of minnesota i do recommend it for folks with autism to meet other people on the spectrum they don't have to they they don't have too many rules no perfume and to remember a lot of people don't want to be touched Last rule is that you may disagree with people, but just agree to disagree. It's a great place to meet people. They have different group meetings and places around St. Paul. One is for people who are transgendered, and one is a gaming group. What are some up-and-coming events or struggles with disability rights that you are excited about? Right now, I am looking forward to doing a Uniquely Us meeting here in September. Another one would be the Awesome. They have an annual reading. It's about $50 to get in, and you get to meet other advocates with autism, like Temple Grandin and other autism activists. I I was actually a speaker for one of them. I talked about how I was autistic, and I have a lot of different problems with different social interactions. I also talked about opening a group for people with autism, so that was really fun too. I also talked about my struggles growing up in high school. My EP was designed so that I had to be in the front of the class and had to have someone taking notes. I basically had extra notes that the teacher made me copies later so that they Knew I read it, Ex- extra homework, but yeah, it was a 20-minute speaking role about how autism has had an effect on my life. I call autism more of a misability than a disability. It's a misunderstood ability. Our brains are just different. We analyze things more literally. For example, with sarcasm, sarcasm or humor, people are with autism are often really smart, but not perceived as smart. We may say things out of the blue that relate to something we talked about earlier. We just don't get it in the right context for people to understand. Who is another disability rights advocate you admire and why? Daniel Cashman. Shout out to Daniel right here. Daniel Cashman is a wonderful guy. He has this company that's called Ames Services. It's run through Justice Venturing. It helps people that are disabled to be able to live on their own. He basically takes people in that don't have families, people who have disabilities, and he gives them a home, feeds them, helps them with their budgeting. He brought this out about 10 years ago. It didn't go well. No one showed up, so he bought it out again a few years later, and it just blossomed. Now it's the Tap family. Almost 200 people in the family. There, more, there may be more now, One a 200 plus family, and it's a good family because they're there to advocate for each other. They have people to talk to, they have a chance to come out into the community and be themselves. So I definitely give kudos to Daniel Cashman being a disability advocate. How do you feel about accessibility in St. Paul? Accessibility, to me, means we would have more events for people with disabilities, folks born with disabilities, or who've acquired them later in life. It could be any disability from multiple sclerosis to autism to just giving people they have not a disease, but something that causes them to work extra hard on themselves. St. Paul has done a pretty good job for those with disabilities especially in the downtown area. For example, access to food shelves and physical access. The best kind of access is what gives people with disabilities access to get around and still feel comfortable in the community. To not feel different or start st- st- stared at for their disability, but a feel comfortable because they have the same access as anybody else. St. Paul has, a, has also has a good system of ILS and arms workers. I think we need more access to people with disabilities in the community, otherwise people feel vulnerable asking for help. I don't feel they can function without it. They are afraid of asking feeling like a charity case instead of a community member. What improvement or changes in accessibility or an attitude around inclusion do you want to see in St. Paul? My vision is giving people access to be able to go anywhere, even if it's through transport. I know there's non-emergency medical transport, but there should be like an Uber for people with disabilities. Where there should be a discount or free rides to where they need to go because people don't just need to get go to medical appointments they want to go grocery shopping and don't want to depend on metro mobility the uber service could be funded by the county or state giving people access to go places and get things done i'd hate to have them rely on metro mobility and have to carry all those groceries once they get off the bus the service should also offer that type of support transportation, and door hopping. Metro Mobility is only first-come, 1st first serve. You could request a ride and be denied because the ride's filled up, and then you can't do your errands. They all have a 30-minute to an hour-long window where they might arrive, so a person could be late for their appointment. What I'd like to be working uh, where do you see yourself in the future? What i like to be working on is getting my uniquely us guild uh, to go statewide or nationwide because I want all people, especially those with autism, to have access to resources to give them the attention they deserve. Even if it's after school programs to have kids come out of over and have video games to play or play games with other people with disabilities to have a community center for autistic individuals that's what i'd like to do for the in the next five ten years i'd like to help people not only with autism but also who need care if they can't sustain a job at least they they have somewhere to live or work contract contracted jobs I really want to be able to help the community in the near future and give people the access they need. That's my vision. And then the resources that I mentioned are the TAP, Awesome, Cow Tipping Press, Uniquely Us, and On Our Own. So uh, for those of you who would like to uh, have a copy of this document. Please email me at uniquelyusguild at gmail.com, and I will send you a manuscript of the interview I just did. Um, Second, if you need the links, I can send you the links as well to the tap, awesome, Calterbury Press, Uniquely Us, and on our own. (coughs) Just FYI, these are resources in Minnesota. They might not have these resources elsewhere, but I'll be willing to help you find resources in your state if you are willing to, uh, talk to me or, uh, ask for help. I'd be glad to help you out. Um, our number is, let's see here. I think it's this one. Hold on. Uh... Let's see here. Nope, that's the wrong one. I think it's this one. All right. Nope. Let's try this again. Okay, you guys, I have to tell you about Blackout Bingo. It's this app I just discovered a couple weeks ago and I've already won so much money. All right, one second. I'm trying to find the number. The number you want to call is, uh, or you can call or text at six five one eight zero zero one five six seven. Six five one eight zero zero one five six seven. If you want any help, you can reach me there by texting me um, or calling and I'd be glad to help you out with anything of, of resource-wise in your area. But anyway, um, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, I'm uh, sorry about the interruption with the commercial and all the other stuff that I had to get to the number. But, yeah, if you can call that number or text that number, I'll be glad to help you out with finding resources. If I don't answer, please leave your name and message, and I will try to help you out. Um, I do work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, uh, My schedule will change Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for my main job, and then Thursday, Friday uh, for my other job. So... I'd be mainly uh, available after roughly 5 p.m. Uh, on weekdays and then anytime time during the weekends. Anyway, feel free to give me a call. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody has a great night and a awesome rest of your August. All right. Danny Rorty signing out for Uniquely Us. Uh, follow, subscribe, and share. Thanks. Bye.